Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I'm Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Distinguished Adventurers. Last time on Distinguished Adventurers, the legendary Bardic Symphony concert has become a twisted nightmare. Balana Zadok, along with three members of the orchestra, have corrupted the hour-long concert, turning the final chord into the final part of a ritual to open a portal. Horrific creatures poured out of this ever-growing black sphere, the audience is fleeing in terror, and Balana has engaged our heroes in a high magic battle. In the midst of all this chaos, they discover that removing the instruments from the musicians stops them from feeding energy into the portal. Balana Zadok is killed, but a monstrous creature rips itself free of her body and continues to attack just as something gargantuan is working its way out of the portal. And with that, we return to the battle already in progress. We are back to the top of the round. Jonathan, you're up. What would you like to do? Okay, and there's a weird creature where Belana Zadok once stood. Yeah, we can continue to call her Belana Zadok for ease of reference, and I'm not going to change the little mini that's on there, but yes. Okay. Uh, well, Jonathan the Magimuscular is, I guess, going to be all in on this thing. Let's see how it likes, how this thing likes fire. Hopefully, the answer is a lot. Uh, or not much, I don't know. Four Scorching Rays coming at it. Okay. One. Uh, does a 15 hit? As the Scorching Ray gets close, this creature, it seems to notice that you're attacking it, and there is a sudden shift, a blur of motion. It's almost like a misty step, but it's also, it leaves your stomach unsettled, and suddenly that creature is not there anymore. And one of the big ogre creatures is. It's as if they have exchanged places. I see. Your attack will still go off. You are just now going after one of the one of hulking the creatures. Okay. And a 15 does not hit. All right. Uh, 16? Does not hit. Natural 20, so uh, that does 31. Hit. And then last one, 18. Uh, that does hit. Okay. So let's do some dam damage. Okay. Okay, so 29 fire damage from the, the crit ray, and then 9 damage from the non-crit ray. Okay. And then it's right in his space. Uh, uh, he's going to use a bonus action to send the, the big beast hand at this thing, so... Okay. 28. That does it. And that's going to be 35 force damage. All right, it takes it. It doesn't react in the way any normal creature would, but you do see that all these impacts land. Okay, and then Jonathan the Magic Musket is going to say, oh, got to keep moving, and he's going to move southeast. Uh, is it still difficult terrain? Up there it is, yes. Okay, so he's going to... Uh, this is where all the people are rushing right. to. Right, so, so he moves uh, southeast around the bowl and is, uh, is sort of circling the area. Okay. It is the layer action. All of the people continue to rush out where I have placed two of the guards that were on the floor. They've basically moved out. So Bernie 
the people have now rushed past you and going towards the stage will no longer be difficult terrain because people have gone past. Olivia Passerak has also moved up and is helping people escape. Bontorak is nowhere to be seen. Captain Rifon Press has started to engage with a bunch of the little creatures, which are still swarming about causing havoc everywhere you go. The sphere gets bigger, and you all start to see a head poking out. The creature has not emerged, but now all of you see what Carlton and Shadow had noticed coming through this gargantuan being. It is, the head of it is easily 20 to 30 feet tall. It is a large maw of teeth with two more mandible-like pincers on the bottom, on a head with spikes that are coming off that the spikes themselves seem to be disintegrating into the little creatures that are flying everywhere. Two massive, red, piercing, lidless eyes are surveying the terrain as it, on its giant long neck, pokes out, and the two curved horns, the size of ancient dragon horns, curl up and out of this sphere. And once again, you now see that parts of this creature are disintegrating like ash and turning into the small monsters that are flying and scurrying and running everywhere. And that is that. Shadow, it is your turn. All right, Shadow, seeing that moving the instrument slows the smoke down, is actually going to try and grab... What instrument is Soria playing again? Soria is playing the Klee Lyre. Okay, Shadow's going to sink its teeth in the Cleave Lyre and try and pull it away from Soria. Okay, I need a athletics check. Athletics. Let's see what it is for, for mon frere Shadow. Shadow probably has some pretty good athletics. He a big Let's bear. See. He a big bear. Oh, plus 16. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two athletics. So here we go. All right, so let's add a 16 to whatever this is. I, I like how the bear is more athletic than Carlton. And it's a good thing he has that big bonus. It's an 18. Absolutely. Does Shadow use his, his mouth or does he try to swipe it away? I think mouth. Okay. He grabs it, pulls it away from Soria. Soria, immediately the smoke stops pouring out of her mouth and she starts to, to waver and come back to her senses you see the sphere is still growing, but the rate of growing has decreased. I need Shadow to make me a wisdom saving throw. Here we go. Let's see. Wisdom. How wise is my bear again? Come on. Yeah! 21, but that's a natural 20, friends. Everybody nice. drink. Nice. Everybody drink. Pulling this instrument seems to be difficult, but Shadow is a fire bear. Shadow yeah. knows what he's doing. All and right. we put the slave Soria back. Yeah, you see, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a moment for Soria, for any of these to basically come back to themselves. But you think maybe next round she, she might be able to talk and do things. All right. So what Shadow's going to do, he's going to move over to uh, the next one with the hope to pull their instrument away as well on his next turn. Oh, or, okay. I don't know if he can do that as a reaction during Travancore's turn or not, because he can attack on Travancore's turn, but grapple's a little bit different. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. You can't use your reaction to have uh, Shadow attack and turn the attack into this this movement, this thing. But Shadow does a multi-attack, right? Oh, that's true. 
So I'm going to say the reaction to a shadow attack is just an attack. In this case, these athletic checks are kind of more grapples, but they're not quite. I will let you try this on, I think that's Tane. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Here we go. And I guess there's a plus 16 to this. I do need to ask, though. Shadow is currently holding one of these instruments in his mouth. Spits it out. Spits it out. Okay. In the name of, in the interest of time. Volunteer, forgive him. Well, clang, 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 clang. It clangs. <laughs> they do a pool of bear drool. It's like what happens when yep. Nori decides to eat my knitting. It is a hundred percent bear drool covered instrument. The good news is these are epic magic items. Even Shadow would would be hard pressed to destroy anything. It's gonna smell like dog food forever, though, despite being an epic magic. The anti Medici got a twenty on that attempt. That still works. I do need another wisdom saving throw. You got it. Good luck. Godspeed, spider bear. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a three. Bernie's on the way. Don't worry. <laughs> well, fortunately, it's not a ton of damage. It is only three psychic damage. As, okay. Ah, uh, uh, that hurt. That hurt a lot. Holding this instrument hurts. You don't know why. Okay, that was the Mac Furman Saturn. That is a... I don't think I ended up uh, describing this person. This is a wood elf bard. You see they have long, straight red hair black eyes, kind of rugged copper skin. They also kind of reel a little bit and you see they're about to come back to their senses. Oh, and Shadow's a little bit of movement left, left right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons of movement. So Shadow's going to get ready for the next round of grab the musical, the classical musical instrument from somebody. So I think what he's going to do is he's going to go around the front here and go to this one across the way. I don't know uh, who that is. They're to the left of that group. Okay. And then Shadow's going to end his turn. All right. It is the creature that used to be Balana Zadok, who is- I really to... thought for a really long time, that because I hadn't zoomed in, that you had picked a picture of a three-toed sloth to stand in for Balana Oh, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's yep, definitely- nope, it's definitely a sloth Bolana now. It's, I mean- it could be a Is sloth. that one of the new sloth. races they introduced in, in, in D&D? Not yet. Not <laughs> no, yet, but I would love but, that. I want to play a sloth. Let's do it. Yeah, I can do that. If any of you ever want to play a sloth, I will reflavor an existing race to be a sloth. We can do that. Okay. The creature that was Balana Zadok. That is Balana Zadok? You don't know. That creature very calmly turns its head to look at Jonathan. I need, Jonathan, you need you to make a DC 19 wisdom saving throw. I shouldn't have told you the DC, but guess what I just did. Was it a spell? It is not. Dang. Okay. Uh, Wisdom. Wisdom. I really should have cast Bless. Uh, 21. All right. Uh, Then you are only going to take uh, 24 psychic damage. Ow. As you felt like this thing was trying to grab you and forcibly move you. And then it is going to take its staff. Hey, Aras, I'm going to attack you. You watch as it takes this staff that looks like the spine of a humanoid and is going to bring it down on Aras Zik. The very term is racist, says Travancore. <laughs> and is going to hit going to do a bunch of bludgeoning damage. Oh! Oh no, bird bludgeoning. And their bones are hollow. Bunch of psychic damage. Aras needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. This creature, after looking at Jonathan, then turns back to Aras and almost 
in a lazy manner. It's less about hitting with bludgeoning damage and almost taps a rasp, but you watch as the end of the staff, which is just one of the vertebrae on the spine, flares with this dark bluish-black energy, and Arask stumbles, and then his eyes go wide, and he doesn't seem to be doing anything. Bernie, it's your turn. Okay. So Bernie now has a clear path. She has 40 feet of movement on Coco Snoot. So she's going to... I feel like I feel like going downstairs should give you more movement in the same way that like you can like run down a hill faster, but we're not going to belabor that point right now. So you have just enough movement. So you don't you don't have any difficult terrain before you, except for it takes a little bit to get up onto the stage. But you do have enough movement to get right in front of Korea Cloud Fang and next to Carlton, unless there's somewhere else on that stage you wanted to I, be. I was, I was looking at running all the way down this amphitheater steps on Coco Snoot, leaping up onto the stage, getting in front of Korea Cloud Fang. I assume Bernie has enough passive perception since her goal has been to get there this whole time to have noticed they're pulling the instruments away from them. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So since she has no more movement and Korea Cloud Fang has already had her instrument removed and she really can't reach five full feet and everybody else, I assume, is situated out of her reach right now. You could double move and do something with a bonus action. You can do something with your bonus action with the spiritual weapon. You can so, cast well, a spell. So you've got some options, but no. As far as who you can reach right now, you you can't physically reach anybody else. Okay. So Bernie is going to do, <laughs> since Shadow's taken some damage. Carlton, have you taken damage? No, I have not. Okay. I'm just going to do a quick little measure, and she... Needs to do a cure wounds on herself, so... Okay. Have you taken any damage, Travancore? I have not. Well... No, fortunately, not a, not a lot of people have taken a lot of damage. You know There's, what, then... It's been spread out a little bit, but a couple of the things that could have gone really wrong, people have saved against. Actually, you took the most damage with that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. She did, you, she you've did, she did. you definitely taken the most damage. So in which case, she is gonna... Oh, it's her bonus action. Yeah, if you're talking about healing word, that's a bonus action. You can be at range. Yeah, you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna uh, go ahead and position ourselves. We're gonna double move at this point, and okay. we're since I was trying to remember who had taken damage and we had one plan in that plans game. We're gonna double move around to somebody who still has an instrument. With a double move, you can get to pretty much anybody. Who you can get to the person directly in the center, or you can get to the two that are towards the back. Let's get to the two that are towards the back. Okay, I can put you there, and then you'll be within reach of both Alice and Durgat, who are the two in the back. Yeah, let's be, let's be within, yeah, let's be around. We're basically kind of at the very back of the stage at this point. I assume these little, like, wall things are just, you found a picture of a stage and they're not actually there. Or they are small enough that you don't have to worry about them to reach across. Okay, yes. cool. That's all I wanted to know. I just wanted to make sure. You know what? Shadow's not that damaged. Bernie's going to healing word her fucking self. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry about that, JK. Like, I was thinking about that. So whatever, uh, 5d4, so 4 times 5 is 20, right? 5d4 plus 12. So Bernie's going to get 32 back plus... There you go. Plus and just it's okay. Future. I still love you. <laughs> all right. We're back at 109. Awesome. You've healed yourself. You've positioned yourself. Carlton, 
it is your turn. Seeing that the portal is closed, or not, it's slowing its opening by the removal of said instruments. It is very hard to hold an instrument when you are dead. So I will be attacking uh, the half-elf in the center whose name I keep forgetting because you give us all six of them at once. And I, I can't remember who they are except for Soria. There should be names on their on the I, actual I, things, but if not, it's not. No, it's just Soria. Oh, interesting. I can see all the names. Uh, Nellaway is in the Nellaway. middle. Yes. She is one of the ones. Yes, she still has an instrument. You're going to attack her? She's one of the bad ones. And she has an instrument. So we're going to cut off the instrument from the hands by, by, by stabbing. Okay. Stabbing. A 29 to hit. That hits. So 16 plus the 3 from Rage. Uh, 19 points of magical slashing. All right. Since she's still holding an instrument, she's still not reacting, but she takes the damage. All right. Uh, second attack. A 23 to hit. That hits. For uh, another 14 points. Uh, she's looking bloodied. Once again, still not reacting. All right. Action surge. Okay. 22. That hits. For 14. She is looking really hurt. A 30. That definitely hits. For 18. Okay. You cut her down. Describe how you kill this, uh, I believe that's the half-elf? Yeah. Um, yes. Describe the how you kill her. So I imagine, as you said, they are kind of like in this stoic position, unreacting to everything. It's like Carlton chopping at a tree. <laughs> where he's just slash, 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 slash. Little chunk here, little chunk there, piece of wood here. Yeah. <laughs> little by little. And then I realized, wait, I need to be on that last stroke. I was like, this is getting me nowhere. And so I plunge my sort of answering deep into their heart and then withdrawing it as they collapse. Paul Bunyan, but if he chose violence. I like to imagine Paul Bunyan did choose violence. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as you do, and she falls over dead and the instrument clatters to the ground, you now can all see that the the portal above them all has grown massive as this head is poking out and you're starting to see a claw come around as this creature is continuing to pull itself out. It is easily twice the size of the largest dragons you've seen. The portal stops growing. Oh, great. That's good. I move on top of her corpse, so I'm dead center. Okay. And I Babe Ruth point my sword at the giant maw coming through. All right. Because I am out of things, unless I can bonus action. Let's nope, see. once you've action bonus. surged, you get another action. But I haven't used my bonus action at all yet for my first thing. You've let me do it in the past, where as long as I don't use one, I I can only do the bonus action once. I know, I know, I have. The other thing is, is I have nothing I can do as a bonus action, because it's rage or second wind, and I'm not either of those right now. You are, you are, okay. All right. Um, The two creatures, the hulking creatures that are with the former version of Balana Zadok, what are they gonna do? One of them is going to go after Arasic. Because Aras is currently incapacitated. You watch as this hulking creature the size of an ogre, the fists, they've all been just kind of standing there almost limp. All three of these creatures. It's only when they make an action or do a movement that it's a very lackadaisical movement. And so at this point, they've been having their arms at their sides. Even when they were floating, everything was just limp. And now one of them raises a massive fist. 
and is going to make two slams uh, against Aras with advantage because he is incapacitated. And that's a natural 20. <laughs> and that will also hit. And Aras is going to make another saving throw. Come on, Aras. Aras, natural 20 on the first saving throw, everybody. Nice. Uh, Cheers to that. And on the second saving throw, he's going to fail on the second. Uh, you now see that he is stunned as this fist goes poof, poof on his head and feathers start to fall and blood is pouring down his face and he is now the wide eyes of being incapacitated are also, he's kind of locked in place in a very similar way to what you were seeing the musicians, not the same. And he looks really, really hurt. The second one is gonna go after Aras and is gonna hit and is gonna hit and is gonna slam into Aras and is going to do enough damage that you watch as Aras falls. His Aarakocra legs give out and he collapses into a heap. The second one then, because he hasn't moved yet, turns unearingly towards Travancore. Ugh. And Travancore, it doesn't do anything, actually. Yeah, that's just a thing that happens. Travancore, you watch as this creature, it just turns to you and starts to move towards you, kind of hovering about five inches off the ground. There's still people fleeing in all directions around you. As it passes through people, they all scream as it phases through civilians. A couple of those people stumble to their knees before they're able to get back up, and it does the same to you. I need you to make a, what was it? Oh no, there's no saving throw. You just take 10 psychic damage. Jeesh. I rolled way better for that one. As you feel the same thing Bernie did, as this creature passes through you, it is as if it is trying to take every molecule of your being and snuff it out and just remove it from existence. And when it can't quite do that, it just pushes through you. And that are the end of these two creatures. Travancore, it's your turn. Uh, so in the middle, like where the whole glow creatures, which one of them is Aras Zik? Aras is, does actually look like a, a creature. So they're this, right there. This one right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. They are currently unconscious and unmoving. Mm. So from top to bottom, you've got Bucks, who's kind of up in the air, actually. You've got one of your eagles. Uh, you've got Arasic. There's Bernie's spiritual weapon. There's the other Hulk. There is Balana Zadok. And there is Jonathan's Big B's hand. All right. One of my eagles is going to try and grab Arasic um, as safely as possible and then fly up and high up in the sky that he's not like in the zone of any of the baddies in the middle. And I think he should have enough flight speed to bring, I don't know whether to bring him to me or to Bernie. I'm going to tell you right now, Bernie is not going to prioritize healing Aras because yeah. the priority is getting the thing closed. Yeah. So you can put him wherever. I actually don't think since he's down, other things are going to go try to kill him. But that's my personal speculation. All right. Well, I don't want Aras to die. And just real quick, uh, just to confirm, do giant eagles uh, have flyby? Or will he? Will the eagle provoke an attack of opportunity? 
you can bring them anywhere you want. What I'm saying is when the eagle move, basically the eagle's going to move into Aras's space to pick up Aras's body. Yeah. At that, and then if the eagle continues to move, they'll provoke an attack. Of, they could provoke an attack unless of they double back away. If from they them. do not have flyby. They, yeah. I just checked. As soon well, as they leave the because Aras is in that. I got it. Okay. Exactly. Just just so you are aware. Shoot. Okay. Now, whether you want to take that chance or not is completely up to you. Eagles are not squishy, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I mean, there's not much else the eagle could do without provoking it. Well, 80-foot flight speed, right? So, could get to one of the other uh, people, but, like, at this point, Shadow, Bernie, and Carlton are all there. And then Sawyer eventually wake up. So, I think by the time I get to do it, like, I think that they'll have all the instruments at least taken away. Well, hold on. Is his movement also the action? Can the eagle move to the place within its flight speed and then take the action of trying to rip the instrument? Their action is going to be basically okay. picking up a rass. So they still got, they've got to move an action and if-, if Oh, so we're still picking up a rass. I thought you had yeah, nixed this... that all together. Well, no, I was thinking, I was debating whether I should leave a rass where he is and have him help out. But at this point, there's three of you there. There's only three instruments left, right? Yes. That's, I mean, to be fair, that's that assuming is everyone true. succeeds in yeah, grabbing an assuming. instrument. Yeah, that's assuming. Like, I don't think it's a, honestly, if you want my personal opinion, I think picking up a RAS is a waste of time because I'm not going to bother to try to keep him from dying until after this fight is over. So you could also try to end the fight quicker. Okay, that's true. I mean, and he's too far away from me to heal him. So Travacor has always had his misreservations about the Amethyst Acropolis, and it wasn't necessarily about a RAS, but like. We can get into all that later. I think the priority has to be making sure that thing closes. Bernie, you're right. All right. Well, Eagle's going to use his movement to get to one of the remaining people as close as he can get. So five, ten, oh, without provoking a opportunity from all these dudes in the middle. Okay. He can basically fly fly up and over. And with 80 feet of fly movement, yeah, you can, you can get to any of the three people left who still have instruments. You can get to any of them. Who would okay. you like your Eagle to go help? Uh, maybe the one that's next to Shadow. Okay. And then, so that's going to try, try to grapple. I guess it's another athletics check. Give me an athletics check. Hang on. I got to move away from this thing that I was trying to do. Um, so the plan was, actually, before everyone run da- ran down there, I mean, not that it was a plan because I didn't communicate anything, but what I was thinking in my head was summon a bunch of apes to pull the instruments away from everybody if people didn't get there in time. But it looks like you guys beat me to the punch. So, good. That's actually a really good I think we really good communicate things next time. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's more fun to do it this way. Okay. It's trying to find that balance between communication, communication before, and player agency. So it's yeah. it's always trying to find that line, because I don't want anyone to feel like they're stepping on someone else's action if they feel like their character wants to do something. So that's, in this moment, since you don't have a very tel- telepathic bond, we're going that way. Yeah. I like the idea. Okay, so... So give me that flex check. Here we go. Uh, ooh, that's going to be a 14. 14 just fails. The eagle manages to wrap a claw around, but this humanoid is holding on to their instrument pretty hard. Do eagles have multi-attack? Uh, eagles do have multi-attack. I'll give him a second chance then. All right, here we go. Since this isn't, this is like in the middle of a grapple versus a- Beak, beak, beak. Come on, heart of the claw. Heart of the cards. Heart of the claw? <laughs> heart of the claw. I, mean, that, I think that's actually that, more that accurate. works here. Yeah, and that was even worse, so no go. So yeah, unfortunately, you are not able to pull this instrument free. On the plus side, the eagle is there to pick up on the, the slack, and uh, and shadows there there too. So 
Absolutely. All right. So Travancore still has stuff he can do. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was your eagles. Or that was one of your eagles. The other one is out there. Do you want your other eagle to go back? You know what? Why not? I think he has enough room to get to any of these guys, right? From where he is. Yeah, especially sh- since the eagle can fly. So the eagle could go above one of these creatures. So yeah, I think we're going to try for that last one all the way in the back who hasn't had any touching. I mean, Bernie's like sort of not the her, but the other one who's like kind of neutral. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to try that again because the multi That one looks like twice, a Mora right? from Guardians of the Galaxy. A little oh, bit, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. That's going to be a, okay, that's a little better, 19 to pull it away. 19 succeeds. Go ahead and give me that wisdom saving throw. Yep. Let's see. Wisdom saving throw. That's going to be a nine. That eagle is going to take nine psychic damage. Okay. Eagle's still okay. I think both of them took psychic damage at this point. Um, yep. So but 26. does manage to pull, this is the Kenneth Mandolin away from Durgot Hellfang, who now joins the other musicians in, in recovery mode. Okay. Now you watch as there's only two people left who still have instruments, who are still pouring smoke out of their mouths. The portal begins to shrink. Oh, okay. It's slow, but it is shrinking. So Travancore is going to use, I think, I should know what my movement is by now. My movement is, I think, 30 feet. Okay. I'm going to use my full movement to get as far away from these baddies as possible. That's one of the big ogre hulk dudes. I cannot move. I have have this, this pressing concern. You would have to disengage. Yeah. But you would have to use your action to disengage. Or you could you could run and take the attack of opportunity. It's up to you. Uh, Travancore is a pretty meaty boy. He's going he's gonna to run and try and take that attack of opportunity. Okay. Here comes the big meaty fist. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Okay. You are going to take nine psychic damage, 13 bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, is this against any kind of like condition or anything like that, or just a regular con, con save throw? It, it's not against being charmed. Or against, that's not a plant, so okay. Con, right? Correct. Uh, here we go. Ooh, uh, it's going to be a 12. Uh, you are now considered stunned. Um, oh boy. You are stunned until the end of your, basically until the end of this turn, because it says until the end of the target's next turn. So at this point. Sounds like I did everything I can do unless Shadow can't, can't use his reaction, right? Uh, you are incapacitated. You can't move. You can speak falteringly. You automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws and attacks against you have advantage. So, and you can't take actions or reactions. So this, so you start to book it on down to go help your friends after sending your entire animal menagerie. And this thing just like casually, it's like a slow motion punch. But as soon as it connects, even though it only lightly taps you, searing pain hits your your head you almost feel like the the punch went into your head somehow and you are currently incapacitated oh boy uh the last thing travancore is going to do is and draconic as loud as he can given his condition he's going to say anytime now on Torvrak. <laughs> you you managed to get it out it's halting and hard to hear I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Give me a <laughs> persuasion check at disadvantage. Ooh, let's see. How persuasive is Travancore? Um, actually, reasonably persuasive, but disadvantage. So here we go. Oh, dear. Well, that's a shame because the high roll was a natural 20. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a 13. You get it out. You're unsure whether it was loud enough for him to hear considering you don't know where he is. Mm. 
The Distinguished Adventurers are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and more. Every week there's something new happening in the game, and it's available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on March 27th at 8 p.m. Pacific. So open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. L-E-E-T-L-A-S-T-B-I-T-E. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. Jonathan, it is your turn. Okay. How cleared out is the area? Like, are there a ton of people still around or are they mostly gone? Um, it is still considered difficult terrain to everything in the gray area, basically in the stands up until about 15 feet. But it is starting to thin as okay. people, as Olivia has been able to help people, as the guards have been able to help people, as Captain Press has been able to help people. You, you've got reasonable light of line of sight everywhere. It's just still difficult terrain. Okay, so uh, rather than Travancore getting pounded into dust by a couple of uh, ogres and a weird, formerly Blana Zadok, Jonathan the, the Magimuscular, using his wizardly proficiency. Uses Misty Step to get right next to Travancore, and this does not cost a spell slot. And then, which will uh, cost a spell slot, he is going to grab Travancore and Dimension Door to the other side of the arena. All right. Actually, wait a minute. We're gonna we're gonna come to the edge of the stage here. So yeah, we're gonna bamf down to far southwest to the edge of the stage. Okay. Abandoning our position up there. As you are feeling the effects of this hit on your head make you just lose concentration on everything, not actual concentration, all of a sudden Jonathan is there and you're on the stage. Anything else, Jonathan? Yes. So in the style of cartoon mice, Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to grab Travancore's collar and start smacking him about the face like, wake up, wake up, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Not that that's going to help, but... Put up on you a little see Bernie's eyes go a little wide. Like, wait, wait, wake up, wake up, wake no, up, wake up. that's not how we do that. Bernie <laughs> just yells out. <laughs> no, not a healer, not a healer. Because it is the end, it, it's past the end of your turn. You're no longer incapacitated. So you can react <laughs> normally to Jonathan smacking you like a cartoon uh, villain. Gonna <laughs> hold up my head like this. Be like, Oh, okay. You're, you're good? You're good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. You just hear from like behind you. You... Did not heal him. You could have no, made I, it I totally work. brought it back. It's fine. Jonathan Magimuscular, uh, that's like the equi- wizard equivalent of gr- Grand Restoration. That's so, yeah. not concussion protocol, Jonathan. The what now? <laughs> okay. It is now the layers action, which is basically everything else on the field. You watch as the people continue to clear out. Unfortunately, at this point, with Aras down... And the rest of you on the stage, all of the creatures that are everywhere are are going after the people. Uh, most of the time, it's the little ones that are swarming everywhere. It's not a physical attack. It's just they get close and these people are overcome with 
horrible emotions, it seems, or are stunned or frightened or horrified. Captain Press is going to engage with the Hulk. Whoops, they left him there. We're not... We're not melee fighters. We we'll we'll be able to help him way way more from back yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. All right. His first swing goes wide, but his second swing hits. He manages to dig into this thing. That happens. That happens. All of the musicians that are no longer that no longer have instruments in their hands. Several. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton so cut one, one in half. One that, <laughs> yes, yeah. that, that Carlton killed. All of them are are starting to come around. You hear Soria, Tanya, and Durgat are confused, are upset, are talking. Especially Soria is starting to go into a litany. I, I don't know what I was doing, and we got to the last thing, and then I, and then all of a sudden, is what is that? What is going on? Ah, and she's starting to actually scramble for the instrument but stops as though reconsidering touching her own instrument. I don't remember if an eagle has it or whatever. This is more for the role-playing of it. Kriya Cloudfang comes to. Where is Carlton? Oh yeah, you're on top of the body, aren't you? You're right there. Yep. Yep. Kriya is going to turn to you, Carlton, and she's smiling. They always smile, pleased with herself. Well, you all notice she looks up and smiles and looks down as though what she was trying to do worked. She looks at you, Carlton, and says, I would have kept playing for you if you wanted, but I think you should just do a little jig for me. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw DC 18. Is that a spell? It is a spell. I am now in a position. To send a, uh, yeah. Let's are you going to counterspell? I'm going to counterspell. What uh, level third, are you counter- Third level, so I'm going to have to roll for it. She's going to counter your counter. And it, she's actually going to counter at fifth level, because she okay, doesn't know what fine. you're doing. That's fine. But, let's see, Carlton. Well met. <laughs> yeah. You said wisdom? It is a wisdom saving throw. All right. Uh... That's gonna be a thirteen. How does a thirteen do it? Am I Irish dancing? You look at her. And you think that's a really good idea? I'm dancing on this. Wait, core. doesn't he have his like thing? <laughs> uh, is this a charm? Yes. Oh, it is. that's right. I'm mind blowing. Oh, <laughs> does this stop that? I am until the spell ends. One willing creature you touch is immune to psychic damage. Any effect that would sense its emotions or read its thoughts, divination spells, and the charmed condition. So there's a moment in where this counterspell war goes off, and then for a moment, Carlton, you think about dancing, but you think I start dancing on the corpse that I'm on, and then smile at her and stop. All right. (laughs) Meanwhile, Bernie does a little finger gun at Jonathan to thank him for making it so she doesn't have to completely move herself away from what she was going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that does not work. She, What she tried failed miserably. As has been demonstrated to the masses via the legend of Vox Machina, keeping your barbarian free of charms, aces. Good for me and good for you. All right. And finally, I think it's time. Uh-oh. For you all to see a little bit of this creature. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. It hasn't completely emerged yet because as you slowly see... It's crowning. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> no, <laughs> fair. It is... From the orifice. 
I was never on that side of the table, and I'm glad for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to share this image with you, and the whole thing hasn't emerged from the portal just yet. I'm putting that into this Prosecco. Yeah, this is a really, really good stout. It sounds like it. It sounds awesome. It's it's quite yummy. And there's an oh, there's another one Stephen got that I'm going I'm saving for later that is a a chai stout and he actually Ooh. has had some of it already. Let me try some and it is wow. Ooh. So uh, oh, dear god. So Lord, no. No. As put it back. Put it back. The portal oh, does that, start to oh. I definitely pictured something a little more like round. Yes. Oh my. I'm closing this before I accidentally show it to uh to one of my children. Yeah. The that's... portal is starting to close. Not fast Wait, enough. Wait, are though. those the other little things coming out of the portal with it? Because even though yep. they look kind of demonic, they're kind of cute. They're kind of like, I'm gonna get you. Those are some of them. Some of them also have legs. Some of them also have tentacles. I they're like all them. different creatures. But the ones you're seeing on this picture, for those of you at home, I'll, I'll probably add this picture into the Patreon for our Patreon patrons. What you are now seeing is the basically the front of this creature has emerged from the portal. The head that I described is still as fast as creatures are pouring off of it as it is disintegrating. It seems to reform and more are coming and more. The scales down the neck and the arms are black with a blue hue that seem to negate light in a way that is unsettling. The two front claws that had finally emerged almost pull itself through the portal. They are long and thin with giant claws and spikes down the back, almost draconic, but backwards in a way. The serpentine body that starts to appear has two pairs of wings that are coming out, but there is more of this body that has not appeared just yet. The wings flare out, essentially shading the entire auditorium with how large this thing is. They are red, the color of congealed blood, and even off of them, Bits and pieces are disintegrating, turning into these these tiny little horrific monsters, and then the wings are regenerating for more. And the spine down the back continues as the creature itself is going to start to take up. I gotta I gotta draw this. Hold on a second because it's it's starting to actually take up space. Because as it comes out, even though it's 20 feet up, it's now angled down and over all of you as as it appears in the arena. And that purple square, 30-ish feet, is not the entirety of this creature. It is the front half that is poking out over and down onto the ground as it seems to be sliding its way up to the former Balana Zadok, and you hear a massive rumble, something that shakes your soul that comes out. Hold on a second. I cast as a reaction, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just no. I cast uh, Jordan Peele's nope. I feel like... (laughs) 
when actually uh, it doesn't matter what you speak i feel like casting i feel like carlton casting no sounds like like um like a worried fart (laughs) 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 i mean i mean that's fair that's super 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 fair it's a good thing carlton wore his brown pants today so it doesn't matter what you speak while this creature talks you don't see a like it's got this gigantic maw filled with sharp teeth but that's not where the noise comes from that's not where the speaking comes from it is though it pierces directly through your mind as you hear this thing address Balana Zadok essentially and you hear it is done and you hear Balana the creature that it is was Balana she does say out loud my lord, this world is yours as promised. And at that point, we are- Is this are thing sh- all the way out or is it still like wiggling its way out of this hole? It seems to be about two thirds of the way out. If, if you had to judge by this weird anatomy, it's a head and arms and spikes and wings and there's still kind of a serpentine body, but- the serpentine body is starting to taper. I think we're going to stop there. I think this is a good place for us to stop because at this point, we're not at the top of initiative. We're at shadow. But having seen this thing, it is now spoken. It is a good cliffhanger. It's a good, there's a, there's a good cliffhanger. and There's a decent place for us to pause in the initiative. So take that, listeners. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we return, we will pick up right there with Shadow, who is with the rest of the crew on the stage, hardcore trying to maybe close this portal, at least stop it from staying open. You're unsure. Is Aras alive or dead? You don't know. What's going on with Captain Rifarm Press? You're unsure. Everybody's alive, though, which is which is pretty good. I thought you said we don't know if everybody's alive. As much as I tried. I, I'm talking about the, the group of you. The Herald's Greenest is currently alive and doing well. The heart of the car is still doing okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you some experience for the first half of a very, very epic fight with a lot of really good roles and a, and a lot of really good role playing and a lot of really good actions taken and trying to do your best, even though we are still in the middle of this fight for all of the excellent things that you've done for the decisions that you've made so far, for figuring out a bit of the puzzle, for doing all the stuff that you've done, I'm going to give you a total of 40,000 experience. Jesus. Because you you did destroy a lot of things. You did stop a lot of things, even though the Lord of Entropy is... is He's a coming. For those of you who want the math, that's 10,000 apiece. Yep. For those of you who want the math. <laughs> and the next time we get together, Shadow, the fire bear, the Lauren. epic black bear of Travancore's best friend will be up just after the legendary Lord of Entropy has started to arrive. We are so close to 19. But I doubt we're going to get a long rest right as he's I, no. I think we're all going to vote to take a nap and start the fight again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> see what happens. in eight hours. We'll, we'll see what L- happens. LOE, we'll, we'll be back. We'll, yeah. Good night, Sam. Good night, Ralph. <laughs> Can we time stop to take a nap? That's how that works, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, you know, it would be interesting to see you try. You know, if I had 
telepathic bond prepped, I could have cast it during the time stop. And I, I thought a- after long after that time had passed, I was like, damn it, I should have reformed the, te- the telepathic bond while I had, like, you know, time to myself. But I don't have it prepped. I, I strictly cast it as a ritual, so... Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Megan, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Rebecca, a.k.a. Bunny Monster, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.